last time on the land of Yalisha. And so there were five of them. Jace, Darvin, Lev, Sanka, and Zaya slowly made their way down the tunnels. They took one of the miners with them. To show them the way, he calls himself Jace. Zaya is dragonborn, and she is certain that how well she sees in the tunnels is a reason why the mining company hired her for this job. Jace is very interested in Darvin, but won't ask about his exploits when he's close enough. Zaya knows what this means to Darvin, so she even exaggerates some about some of his magnificent feats. When Zaya summons Sanka, the bird came with an egg, so Sanka must carry the egg around. And then there's Lev, another product of the wrongful summoning. Zaya is not ready to admit that Lev exists, and to the rest of the world that cannot see Lev, he does not. Jace was right about these mines. There are no new mines in the mountain anymore. All the tunnels are reused. There are old dangers in the mine. When you go down into these tunnels, you feel like you also leave a part of yourself in the mines as well. Hmm, now, perhaps the miners took off much more than they can handle. Find out now on The Lands of Yalisha. Darwin's battle cry is simple. He simply yells his own name as he runs in. One time Zaya asked him about it, and he said it was market branding, so they know who they're about to battle with. Not that many leave the battle after to tell the tale. He is ferocious with the axe, a massive blade that Zaya believes weighs more than she does, and he moves it around effortlessly. Darvin! he screams from behind the rock, and Jace screams it too. It's not common that someone meets their hero. Zaya is sure that he is peeking over the rock to see Darvin do one of the things that's made him famous. She would try not to outshine him too much. And with his scream, the four kobolds turn his way. Sanka must have learned what this meant. She juggles her egg, reaching it towards Zaya, but Zaya does not remove her hood. She does not take the egg. Zaya waits for just a moment, just long enough for the kobolds to turn, to juggle the equipment in their hands, to decide if they should drop their picks and shovels or use them to defend themselves against Darvin's scream and rush. Zaya waits to see the looks on their faces because just as Darvin has his unparalleled hatred towards orcs, she thinks she feels the same towards kobolds. Well, almost. She doesn't get all jittery or unable to do anything but launch herself at them like he does, but she feels like it's almost the same. Instead, she causes a gust of wind to knock out the candles and lanterns in the tunnel. Watch this, she says. She takes her staff with two hands and turns it to look at Jace to see how he's reacting to Darvin swinging his axe. But instead, she notices Lev jumping up and down, trying to pull her robe, but not being able to grab anything. His mouth is moving furiously and pointing. She sees it then head first, then the massive bodies with it. Another set of four kobolds, that would be bad enough. But with them, a massive minotaur, a beast half man, half bull, taking the best from both. Strong, clever, and gets overly furious, dubbing his, doubling his ability to hurt. Darvin hasn't seen him. For that, Zaya is sure. 
He's swinging his axe again and again as the kobolds dart around the room. Get down, Darby, Zaya yells. She swirls her staff. Sanka, again, tightens her grip on her shoulder. The sounds of combat, the grunts and yells, the axe bouncing off swords and picks. Sanka wants to get into that action. Again, she cradles her wing down, trying to give her egg to Zaya, but Zaya is in the middle of casting her next spell. She cannot stop to look. Jace is chanting Darwin's name, like he's a wrestler in the ring, and that kind of thing would only make him stronger. Only for Darwin, he does seem to notice. As he swings his axe this way and that, he makes little poses, taunting sounds like, Aha! Thought you could escape Darwin's axe, did you? Well, it is time to meet justice. She sees it then. Head first, then the massive bodies with it. Another set of four kobolds, that would be bad enough. But with them, a massive minotaur, a beast half man, half bull, taking the best from both. Strong, clever, and gets overly furious, dubbing his, doubling his ability to hurt. Darwin hasn't seen him. For that, Zaya is sure. He's swinging his axe again and again as the kobolds dart around the room. Get down, Darby, Zaya yells. She swirls her staff. Sanka, again, tightens her grip on her shoulder. The sounds of combat, the grunts and yells, the axe bouncing off swords and picks. Sanka wants to get into that action. Again, she cradles her wing down, trying to give her egg to Zaya. But Zaya is in the middle of casting her next spell. She cannot stop to look. Jace is chanting Darwin's name, like he's a wrestler in the ring, and that kind of thing would only make him stronger. Only for Darwin, he does seem to notice. As he swings his axe this way and that, he makes little poses, taunting sounds like, Aha! Thought you could escape Darwin's axe, did you? Well, it is time to meet justice. Darwin is the kind of guy who would name his axe. To name it justice only adds to it. He says it makes him feel holier somehow, like a judge sentencing evil. Zaya said that the name was taken, but that hasn't stopped him from calling the axe justice all the same. The wind ripples in front of Zaya as she pushes an elder's blast into one of the fleeing kobolds, knocking him into the crevice and knocking back the minotaur. We need to get out of here, Zaya yells. So soon, we're not done here. Lev has already started down the tunnel, careful not to go too far and have to be resummoned to Zaya's side. Darvin swings his axe again, taking out two more kobolds. He yells his name in victory. Now, Darvin, out! Jace has seen the Minotaur now, and he wants to see how this would play out. Darvin the Mighty against a massive Minotaur. If he had snacks, they would definitely be opened. It was just starting to get good for him. Darvin must have noticed, too. He turns back towards the opening and stops. Zaya takes a moment to think, and then yells, Look! More kobolds down the tunnel! Charge him, Darvin! He looks, but he sees nothing there. Well, there is nothing there. Just an opportunity to save his pride. How many, he asks over his shoulder. Too many, Zaya says back. He takes a menacing step toward the remaining kobold who dives into the crevice to save himself. 
justice has been served, Darwin says, running from the room and down the corridor. Jace has also turned towards the corridor, looking for these imaginary kobolds that Zaya has warned him about, but he doesn't see anything there. He looks again into the crevice and at the minotaur, who's regained his feet, and at the kobolds down there, starting to climb out. Darwin is yelling his name, just as before, and before Jace can start to think that Darwin is running from a battle, that his hero is running from a battle, Isaiah casts an illusion spell, using the soft candlelight down the tunnels to make it look like the shadows of ten kobolds approaching. Jace grins and gets out from behind the rock. We need to catch up, he shouts over his shoulder to Zaya. I can't miss this. Ten kobolds? And he's rushing in? Zaya exhales. It worked. And then starts after them. There are many dead ends in these tunnels. It is a maze of what were tunnels once and what stopped functioning. Random crevices here and there. Perhaps chasing shadows and extinguishing lights as they went would allow them to lose the kobolds and the minotaur for a moment, for long enough for them to come up with some kind of plan. Sanka says to Zaya, take this off. Let me see. Take my baby. Darwin turns a corner and stops for a moment. Jace and Zaya catch up to him. Where'd they go? Where are the kobolds? Jace asks. Don't know, Darwin says, huffing for breath. He looks back at Zaya, who nods to him. Well then, let's go back and finish those other guys off. I need a minute, Zaya says, noticing Darwin struggling and resting against a rock. Darwin heaves a breath and then says, spellcasters, like it's some kind of joke. Lev was also convinced that there were more kobolds, and he stands awfully close to Zaya, looking around. The little blue and yellow flames that come off his body oddly and eerily light up the little corner of the cavern. Jace notices the pocket of Zaya's robe and asks, Did you take Darwin's wand? He says, That's not that's not cool. But Darwin produces his wand to show Jace that it's still there. So Zaya pulls out her spell book. She needs it from time to time. There are many big and little spells, and you can only really remember a few at a time. The part of her brain that's used for spell casting has a lot of it passively used up to keep Sanka and Lev to some degree real in this world. She was dismissed from her warlock coven long before she could fill the book. She wasn't supposed to summon anything until they felt she was ready, so she had to leave. She had to make a deal to get in, and that deal still has to be respected to get out. But still, Sanka had no use for the warlocks, and they had no use for her. Sanka didn't seem to know any magic, and Lev was, well, Lev. But the book glue glows in her hand. She opens it to examine a few pages. The pages after her spells have been filled in. Every page in a language she cannot seem to read. She was certain she could read all of Dragonian and a great many of the dialects here on Yelisha. But this is a confusing script. Pages and pages of script go on. She moves through them, looking at Darwin. She would have to ask him later about this. Was this his idea of a trick? The letters move on the first page to reveal a message. Go back. 
look in the pit. You cannot let it fall into their hands. Zaya looks around. Everyone relaxes for a moment. They feel safe. Even Lev seems to have calmed down some. He examines the rocks around them, poking them, and then decides to look around the corner where they came. And then he sees it again. Following the smoke of the extinguished candles is the Minotaur and the small band of kobolds. Lev puts his hands on his head to mimic horns. Zaya looks around the corner and confirms her suspicion and what he had seen. The Minotaur moves this way. Lev shows his horn and starts panicking again before charging into Zaya like a bull. It won't be long now. Thanks for stopping by this week. I know there are a few of you that really like these and are really listening to these, so I'm going to try to record these Monday mornings, but it just didn't work out this morning. Um, I know a lot of you out there like to draw, and I would love to see what you are picturing in your head for Zaya and for Darwin, even for Senka and uh, Lev, because those four are going to be common, common characters. Uh, Jace made another appearance. Um, he'll probably be in here until they escape the mines, and I have to... I still have another character to add with uh, Salem getting added back in. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, So yes, please draw. And I'd love to put it up in the classroom. And um, because, yeah, it makes me feel really good knowing that for those of you that are still listening to this, that you're really liking it. Uh, Anyway, until next week, uh, keep adventuring.